Hello, and welcome to Marriage Unchained, the art of one flesh, where saving marriages, saving families, and saving souls is the flavor of the day. Now, let's join our host and author of Marriage Unchained, Catholic Alpha Radical, Jerry Jacobs Jr. Welcome to Catholic Alpha Radical Live, where I help you fix your Catholic marriage. I've coached and helped hundreds of men in their marriages, and now I want to help you. Call 313-RADICAL now. That's area code 313-RADICAL. And ask me anything on tough marital issues, such as what to do when she's asked for divorce. What to do when you have a mutual agreement of separation, but you didn't want it. What to do when your wife is cold and distant. What to do when your wife is having an affair. What to do when your marriage is bad, boring, lukewarm, and passionless. What to do when you engage in a mental embrace less than once a month. What to do when you sleep in separate bedrooms. What to do when she has left the home with or without the children. What to do when you are divorced but didn't want it. Call 313-RADICAL. That's area code 313-723-4225. That's area code 313-723-4225. Again, call 313-RADICAL right now for answers to intimacy problems, communication problems, prayer and spiritual warfare problems, authentic masculinity problems, a.k.a. how to man up. So... Sit back, relax, take a chill pill, and get ready to rock. But don't duck. Can you feel it? Catholic Alpha Radical coming at you now. Hello and welcome to Catholic Alpha Radical Live, the podcast that helps you fix your Catholic marriage while also giving you winning tactics for marriage problems girlfriend problems, and intimacy problems for men. But moreover, well, my main mission is to keep you out of divorce court. And with Marriage Unchained, the art of one flesh, divorce combat coaching is the flavor of the day, while also helping men understand marriage and courting not dating in the Catholic faith. Why? Because dating is for sex <laughs> and courting is for marriage. In this 138th episode, when things go south, should you move out of your house? Plus, live phone call from you answer your marriage in crisis questions. So get in that cue for some resolution to your marriage confusion. And so we have the quote of the day, our usual thing that we do every single day. And quote, God had one son on earth without sin, but never one without suffering. End quote. St. Augustine of Hippo. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me to help you in yours. Get live Catholic marriage help Tuesday through Thursday, 10 a.m. Eastern, for some resolution to your marriage confusion.
All right. And so the last show of the week it is Thursday. And I know y'all just can't wait. See, to me, for me, it's Friday because tomorrow uh, I'm, I'm really, it's a really, then I have what, Friday and then Saturday. You know, to me, it feels like Friday because I, I do a lot, a lot of work on Thursday, Thursday and Thursday nights um, uh, with my group, with the fellas and everything. Uh, so this is a real uh, long, long day for me. So at the end of the night, I'm so tired and burnt out. I just want to get me a little drink of bourbon, talk to my wife, you know, watch, listen, you know, hang out with her while she's cooking. Um, and then, you know, we chill out a little bit and have our nightly conversations. And that's 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 how it rolls, man. That's, that's a good time. So today, uh, if you are having callers, I, I want to call today. If we're having if you're having trouble with your wife has asked you to leave the house. This is a great show for you. Now, I'm going to give you some general things, but I'm not, you know, of course, your situation is different from mine. So don't be trying to take every little thing that I say um, as gospel in this show. But I will give you some general things that will help you give you a guide. But if you really want to know what your what you should do in your particular situation, all you got to do is call that number 313 Radical. That's all you got to do. And uh, get in that queue and I will take you on immediately okay so let's get with the content of the day um so you're in marriage crisis right let's say you're in marriage crisis your wife is asked for a divorce or a separation not only that she demands that you get your butt out and you're looking at her like man you really want me to leave really and you don't know what to do. So what should you do? Right? What should you do? And I'm going to give you some reasons later on after the break of why you should do the things I'm saying. But right now, I'm just going to tell you what you should do is you should look at her and say, I'm not going anywhere. That's what you say. Now, you don't be all mean about it, but you let because she's going to get mad no matter what you say, because why? Right now. Once your wife finally asks for divorce or asks for a separation, she's not playing with you and she doesn't care what you think anyway. So you sitting there trying to wonder what she's thinking or not thinking, that's a waste of time. So what you do is you just go, I'm not going anywhere. That's what you do. Um, and what you do is you just, you know, she's think she's being selfish. You know, you're going to ask the husband of you know, the husband, your husband and the father of your children to just leave the house, you know. Um, and and then for the another thing is she probably didn't even told you what's wrong because you're going to first thing you're going to say is why? What's wrong? Even if you know what's wrong, pretty much, you're still going to say, well, why? You know, and then I don't you. I don't know. I just want you to leave or she's going to give you some old stupid emotional stuff. Oh, no, you, you know, whatever. And you, your job as the man of that home is to do what's best for everybody. Um, and we're going to go over that. So first of all, why is your wife asking this? Well, just to be honest, you didn't screwed up. You wasn't praying. You're probably in mortal sin. You probably masturbated watching porn or something. You know, you're probably looking at other women, you know, or you might be doing some real crazy stuff by sleeping with another man or something crazy and your wife didn't found out, you know, uh, or you didn't, you know, you just not giving her attention. You know, she caught you watching pornography. 
uh, just all kind of stuff. You're 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 loud. You're mean. You got a temper. You know the stuff guys do. You know, and we don't think. You know, really don't. We 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 rationalize it. We rationalize it, and put it in the back of our minds, like, oh, it's not that bad, right? Of course, it's bad. And your wife didn't caught you, but then sometimes, very rare. This is very rare. Uh, you really didn't do much. You just kind of, you know, you 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 didn't. You allowed the emotional connection to go. You uh, you you neglected her. Those those two things are are just as bad in her mind as all the other stuff I just said, you know. Um, and as a husband, you've got to start to understand how your wife thinks, man. And most guys don't. And if they do, they just kind of ne- don't even worry about it. You know, whatever. You know, I've got to go to work. She got her problems. I got my problems. And that is the thing, you know. The next thing is, that's why she's asking. So that's why she's asking. She can't take it no more. She's completely miserable, and you're the brunt of her misery. So basically, your wife is probably sexually unfulfilled. She's probably unfulfilled as a woman. She can't see no future in the marriage, and so that's why she's asking for like you to go, or for you. She wants a divorce. Okay, those are the basics. Um, so. Me, my first wife, you know, I did the same thing. I did what I'm telling you not to do. But see, I I'm, I, I catch on pretty quick. <laughs> so me and my first wife was, you know, she basically asked me to leave. And I thought, okay, I'll show her, right? So what do I do? I leave, go move to my mama's house. Okay. My, you got to know my mama, man. She's not hanging on with that for long. <laughs> And so um, I, I'm, I'm still with my mother, uh, and I was only planning to stay there for a little while, you know. Um, so I once, so one time, I had to go back to the apartment for something. I forgot what it was, right, dude? I walk in the apartment, well, cause my my boys and my wife ain't there. So I go in the apartment, man. All of a sudden, the apartment is the cleanest I ever seen it. I am not lying. That apartment was so clean, dude, you could eat off the floor, dude. I walked through, look at the boys' rooms, which is always trashy. The boys' rooms are clean and immaculate. So this is but this is this is the stuff, this is the showstopper right here. I go in the master bedroom. The master bedroom was all nice. The bed was made. Look like a look like a look like a room out of the darn movies or something, like off a soap opera. You know how them, you know how stuff in the soap opera looks real good. Everything is real plush and beautiful. I said, huh, what's going on here? So then this is the one that did it. I walk in the bathroom. Now look, man, you gotta realize you ever had a shower curtain. You know, you know how shower curtains get nasty and they get the water mold all on them. They start to not stink or nothing, but they start to get all, you know, like all crusty and cracks in it and, you know, and everything like that. And I've been asking my wife, you know, can you for, for like a lot, you know, can we get another shower curtain? You know, OK, OK. I'll walk in the master bathroom, man. There's a brand new rod, a brand new shower curtain and everything. The bathroom sinks are all macklin, shiny, and no hard water on them. Because, you know, in Indiana, we got serious hard water problems. So there's no hard water crust on nothing. I'm like, okay. You know what I did, man? You know what I did? I went, got my car. I went to my mama's house. I got all my stuff, put it back in my car, 
and I went home. <laughs> That's what I did. That's what I did. I sure did. And I didn't know nothing. I'm going to tell you. I said, uh-uh. I see that game. No. I went and got my stuff immediately. When she got home, she said, you're back, huh? Yep. Slept right in my bed, too. And this, I'm like, probably 32, 33 years old. So I was young. I was young. And I knew enough at that age to be like, okay, no, she planted something. No, what's your, she was planning, man. She was planning to get rid of me. She's like, uh, uh, good. He's finally gone. Got it. Yes, exactly. Boom. But see, she forgot one thing. She didn't change the locks. <laughs> what you wouldn't matter because I would just wouldn't got the uh I just went and got the uh the apartment complex to let me in or to make her change them back. It ain't no big deal, but still she didn't change them, right? So that is what I'm trying to get you guys to understand. You know, I moved out once, I did the things I'm telling you not to do. I was young and dumb, but I caught myself, and that's what I'm asking you to do. I don't want you to make the mistakes I made because, you know, we'll go into, re you know, once you get you out, it's it, a lot of things change, man. So that goes to the next question. Should you wuss out and move out? Should you as a husband wuss out and move out? I'm going to say no. You don't do it. And one of the main reasons is, man, that's your house. You're the protector of that house. Sure, you screwed up. You did a lot of things wrong. Don't matter. Don't matter. Don't matter. You, once you leave that house, the, the, the Satan is already in your home. If you haven't about been doing spiritual warfare, if you have not been praying, if you've been playing ro praying rosaries, you ain't been going to adoration and going to mass and going to church and stuff. Dude, Satan's already in your home. You've already turned your life and your family over to Satan, okay? That's why you got chaos in your house. But when you leave, it makes it way, way worse because now there's no protector there, no protector there, none at all. And so that means Satan has free reign that he can do whatever he wants with your wife and your children. Okay. Next, should you sell? So should you stay and tell her if she needs space, then she is the one who should leave? That's another thing. That's another option. You can say, hey, look, I ain't going nowhere, but hey, I had a guy. I got, hey, look, I got some, hey, sometimes, hey, I get all types of men in my program. And sometimes I get them, I get them serious alpha male dudes, right? And they tell her, huh, I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> if you want to go, you leave. <laughs> if you want space, you leave, right? He throws it right back on her. You know, and that's an option. You could say, look, if you want to go, you can go here and go. You know, but I'm not going anywhere. Okay. Or you can say, you can ask her to compromise and you stay in the basement. So what does that mean? That means, listen, I tell you what, you said you want some space. We in the house. We in a, you know, even if you're in a two bedroom apartment, it don't matter. You know, you move out of the bedroom. Of course, you let her have the master bedroom. She's the one upset. And you go move in the basement or whatever. I've had guys do that too, you know. Um, and that's a good compromise. And you tell, and then, but see, man, you just the, here's what guys do. Like their wife might say, "Okay, 
I'll sleep in the master bedroom and then you go sleep in some other room in the house. And so what guys will do is they'll be lazy. Okay, I'll do that. But they, don't, they don't try to fix nothing. They don't try to, they don't try to go and get any help to fix their marriage. And that's a huge, huge problem. That's just being the same guy you was before. So guys just think, oh, I'll just do what she wants and then everything's going to get better. No. Just because you do what your wife wants, especially when she's in this kind of state of mind, especially especially when she's in this kind of state of mind, you don't necessarily give her what she wants. You give her what you know will make her happy. And you leaving is not going to make her happy. That's just going to give her relief. But what will make her happy if what? If you stay there and you get your butt some help and stop neglecting your wife and stop doing stupid stuff. You know, then she can start, you can start to rebuild a trust. Okay. Now I have guys ask me all the time. Well, if I leave, if I leave, they'll say, well, if I leave, was my wife and I already left the house or we're already divorced. So it's hopeless. I have guys schedule appointments with me all the time. And then two days later, they'll go, well, man, she already left. I don't need you no more. See, that's how stupid people are. See, that's, that's just an excuse to be weak. You know, you don't want to fight for nothing. You don't care about nothing. Oh, my wife left me. Oh, God. Oh, what am I going to do? Well, she left me. I guess I'll just, well, whatever. I'll just move on. See, that's why your wife's gone. Your wife's gone because you didn't fight for her when she was there, and you did. now you ain't going to fight for her and she's gone. All your wife wants your butt to do is man up and fight for her and show her you care about her. No, I'm just going to get, well, she's gone. If that's what she wanted to do, I'll just go do that. Is that a real man? Is that a real man, dude? Really? Is it? I get so sick of dudes like that. That's just some weak wuss stuff. You know, and then on top of that, you was on the road of getting some help. I had a guy, I had a guy email me a month ago. He had set up an appointment, right? He come about a day later, I guess his wife came back home. You know what he did? He emails me and goes, thank God. Oh, the Lord is so good. My wife has come back home. I don't need you no more. I'm thinking you are such an idiot. Your wife has left you and she came back because she thinks you're going to change. And what did you do? What did you do to change while your wife was gone for that day or two? What did you had not changed one bit? So my question is, how are you going to keep her there? And that's what I emailed his butt too. I said, hey, man. That's great and everything, but how are you going to keep your wife there for the next 50 years? See, that's how short-sighted we are. Well, his mindset is, well, I fixed that broken car. Now I can go back to my life. Well, God did his job. Ooh, that just gets in my crawl because I know that that is a resource for failure. That is a resource for serious fear. It is going to be worse than it was when she left the first time. Hell, my first wife left me left me four times. Four times my first wife left me. I did what he did. Oh, God, she's back. You know what I didn't do? I, didn't, I just tried to treat her nice. I tried to treat her nicer. I tried to do stuff for her. I tried to make love to her better or whatever. That, that stupid stuff we think we do. It worked. You know why? She left again in a couple months. Then she left again in another year. Then she left again. Finally, she divorced my butt. <laughs> Woo! You 
just don't get it. Men just don't get it. Well, my engine's broke. It's fixed now. Well, guess I can move back to my life. Ain't changed nothing. And the gall, the pride to think that your wife is so stupid that she's going to come back to a crappy marriage and then you don't change nothing and then she's just going to stay there for the next hundred years with you. Man, please, delusional. Delusional. And that's what I get all the time. That's the business I am. I accept it. And I try my best to be empathetic with guys. I really do. I try to guide them and try to help them. But man, sometimes it's just hard fighting Satan. It is just hard. That's why I go to adoration for my ministry every day. And I pray that the guys in my ministry, that God gives them the grace to heal their marriages. Because they, you know, if you don't do what you're supposed to do, how do if you don't change, how do you think everything's going to be okay? It's not going to be okay. It's not, man. And, and you can't tell men stuff. You, you try to your best to guide them and help them and say, look, man, you came to me for a reason. I got guys, man, that they just want to keep doing stuff. They way. So I have guys that just want to keep doing things their way so bad that they fight with me every time. They fight with, they argue with me. I'm, I'm on their side. I'm trying to help them. So guess what I got to do with those kind of guys? I got to fire them. Because I'm not going to sit there and argue with you for 16 weeks every week. I ain't doing that. Our job is to work together to try to get you what you said you wanted. You want your marriage and family back. So what does that mean? That means you've got to let your ego go. Get out of your own way. That's another thing. People think just because they got a lot of money, they know everything. And people think, people think because, and other people think because somebody has a lot of money, they so smart. That is not true. That is not true. It ain't. Dude, I get doctors, lawyers, millionaires, factory workers, car salesmen, real estate agents, politicians. I get them all in my program. And none of them know crap about relationships. They're great with money. They're great, a great lawyer or a great or a great doctor. They don't know crap about relationships. That's my talent, right? You've got your talent, whatever you do, and I have mine. So that's how we work together, you know? But guys, man, we've got to get out of this thing of, you know, thinking our wives ain't smart. They're not. They are very smart, especially when it comes to relationships. And if your wife is leaving you and she comes back, that means your wife has hope. She has hope that you are going to fix yourself and lead your marriage and your family. But if you as a man stay the way you are, are you leading? Are you serving? I don't know. Only you can answer that. You and the Holy Spirit. Okay. So um, next. So that's another thing. Should you compromise with her? Like, like I said, should you compromise? And say, look, I'll move in the basement. You move up there. But you've got to fix yourself. You've got to show your wife that you're not this same old dude. Because if you do, she's just, I promise you, she is going to leave again. And this time, every time she leaves and comes back, that's more pressure on you to get together because eventually she's not going to come back. She's going to go talk to her lawyer and then they're going to go together and file for a divorce 
And then that's when it begins. She's going to get smart because now she's got real smart people with her. She's got a team of lawyers and they're going to tell her, well, we're just going to take half his money. Then we're going to take his 401k, all of it, if we can get it. And then we go, we got kids. Oh, we're just going to take all them too. No visitation. We'll give him visitation every other weekend, once a month or something. Dude, this, this, this is why you've got to get on your game. Stop thinking your wife is a job, is a factory, is a car. You know, she's a problem to be solved. It's She's a human person and your marriage is not a relationship. It's your marriage. That's the unity between you, your wife, and God, okay? Should you move to another room? I think you should move to another room. If your wife asks for a divorce, says she wants space, try to get it. Say, hey, I'll move to another room and I promise you I'll get help. That should be your, that should be your only sentence. I'm not leaving because that's not the way to do. That's not the best what's best for the family. But I will move to another room and I will get help. Then you might get her to go, okay, I'll give you some time. Okay. All right. Now, last thing before we move to the break, does she even have the right in the eyes of God and the eyes of the state to make you leave? So you guys are married. You pay the mortgage. She pays the mortgage. Does your wife have the right to make you leave? Of course not, right? Guys leave on their own because they got this crazy sense of will See, a lot of guys play this. They play this, oh, well, she she told me to leave, so that's what I'm going to do, right? She told me to leave. That's what I'm going to do. But really what they really say is, oh, I get to be by myself. I get to play as many video games as I want. I get to go to the golf course all the time. The kids ain't around. I get to kind of do what I want. It's have all this fun. Then that runs out and they go, dang, I'm by myself. This ain't fun. My wife's gone. My kids, I don't get to see my kids. You know? So that's another thing to think about, okay? So after the break, stay with me. Stay with me. And we're going to talk about the reasons on the things I just talked about. We're going to tell, we're going to go into the reasons more in depth of why you as a husband should not uh uh should not leave your family okay bam if you're getting value from this podcast and would like more personal marriage help visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an opportunity to work with me personally for free. Yes, within 30 days, learn how to become a better husband that attracts your wife back to you. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com and get a plan tailored specific to your marriage and situation. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me the chance to help you using my personal and gained experience. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior coaching for your marriage. Again, SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com. That's SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com to become the man God created you to be and the husband your wife needs. Lastly, I always get the question, why don't you help women? And I always answer them, I do. So for all of you beloved wives out there that want to reignite that feeling of emotional closeness and complete love from your hubby, consider marriage coaching and visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an improved marriage within 30 days.
Okay, we back, man. Let's rock this, okay? And um, another thing I want to say real quick that's kind of goes with the first segment is this is a question I really want you guys to really consider what I'm getting ready to say. This is why I get I get very frustrated with men. And this is this. If you can't make this one happy, how are you going to make the next one happy? Yeah. Think about that one. If you can't please this woman, what makes you think you're going to please the next woman? Because what I've learned, and not just with my own situation, but with other men's situation, a lot of them, is they go get another woman, and the same stuff starts to happen. They screw that one up too. So then you've got to really be up, up front with yourself. Okay, I got two failed marriages. So what is the common denominator in those marriages? It ain't the women, is it? It's me. I'm the common denominator. And see, man, this is why it takes reflection, man. You've, this is why you need, you need prayer and you need the love of God and the mercy of God and the grace from God, man. Because you can't do this on your own. You know, and, and that's what I really want you to really be thinking about, man. If you can't make this wife happy, because because a lot of guys go, well, you know, what well, she ain't act right. I just go get me somebody else. I go to the bar, have a couple of drinks. There's a sexy girl over there. I just go talk to her. Yeah. Because that's easy to do. You're a handsome man. You got a little money in your pocket. You got a house. You got a car. You can get a woman. Don't take nothing. If women, you don't get a woman. All you do is talk right a little bit. You know? But then you think, well, she's making me happy. We're having a good time. Then what? The problems start. That's why I tell guys, if your wife is messing around on you, just be patient and wait it out. Just wait it out. You know why? Because she took her. When she left you, she took her with her. Did she change? Of course she didn't. She's going to do that guy the same way she did you. You know what he's going to do? He's going to say, get away from me. I'm, uh-uh, I don't want this. Right? Because why? In that relationship, it's called a rebound relationship. There's no grace in that relationship. First of all, both of them are probably married and messing around on their spouse and messing around on their spouses. Right? Okay. So, again, if you have this situation in your marriage and you want you want personal help right now, all you got to do is call 313 Radical or you can call from your browser at callingstudio slash radical one. All right. So now let's get into it, fellas. Let's get into it. So here are my top reasons to never move out of your house when things are going south and why. Okay. So, number one, you lose all negotiation power. You lose all negotiation power. You're over across town in some little rinky dick apartment, unless you've got a lot of money, then you're in a nice hotel or you go buy you another house. I've had guys, dude, I have had men go buy brand new houses, three or four bedroom houses and live in it. I know I had, I had, I knew a guy, I knew a guy, man, him and his wife, this is how crazy they are. This is how crazy they are. They bought houses next to each other. <laughs> this lets you know the Holy Spirit is nowhere. Is nowhere in that relationship. 
So you are out of the house. She now becomes the central power in the home and gets to make all the decisions concerning the family and the home. She will usually change the locks. Okay. Women, they feel that you make all the decisions. You do, you, you always override me, or you always pressure me to do things your way. So when you leave, they feel liberated and they feel good for a time. It never lasts, but they feel good for a time. I'm my own person. I can make all my decisions. But then this is how silly they are. They forget, well, I gotta mow all the grass. I gotta get the, I gotta take the car to the to the to the car man and get to have it when the car breaks down. I gotta go to the gas station all the time and fix my own. And I gotta go to the groceries and I gotta watch the kids and I gotta pick the kids up from school and I gotta go to all the kids' uh, teachers' meetings and I gotta clean the house and I gotta watch clean the bed in the bathrooms and I gotta grocery shop and I gotta cook. See. Yeah, you kicked old hubby out of the house, but guess what? Now you got to do everything. And I, and I tell men, I tell them, don't help her with nothing. She wants a divorce. She wants separation. Okay, treat her like that. And then guess what? She's out in the middle. I had a, I had a, look, uh, oh man, this is funny. I had a woman, she's so, she, she was so, she's so mean to her husband. She is so mean to him. I mean, she, I mean, I don't want you. And I ain't gonna, no matter what he does, no matter what he does, no matter what he does, she is just mean and surly. You know, she's all her, all, all the problems are his fault. Well, guess what? Her butt was out in the middle of nowhere and ran out of gas. You know why? Because she spent all the money out of the 401k he gave her. Now she broke. So now she can't afford to put gas in her car. So she's out in the middle of nowhere with the kids. And you no, know, I don't think the kids were with her. She's in the middle of nowhere with, with, with her. And, and she, the kids ain't with her, but she's in the, out in the middle of nowhere. And she's in the middle of nowhere. And the, uh, she runs out of gas because she can't, she can't afford to put gas in the car. Guess who she calls? See, this is how silly women are sometimes. You know, women kill me. I can go out. I don't need you. I don't need no man. I don't need nobody. I could take care of myself. How many times you see that in movies? Right? These police officers are women. Same thing. Can you believe they let a woman ride by herself as a police officer? Is that from hell or what? I, I can tell you so many stories of women in the city. They ride the car by themselves and, and then they pull over some dude. And then he be he beats her up, kicks her butt, takes her gun, puts her in the back of the police car, and rides on the way. You never let a woman ride in a police car by herself, without at least with a part without a partner, a woman of the woman partner, or another woman man. I mean, I'm sorry, another man as a uh, a partner. You never. It's like putting one on the battlefield, right? Why would you put women on the battlefield? They are the givers of life, and we put them on the battlefield. We are so confused in this country now. We are so confused. The mother of our children, we put on the battlefield to get shot. We just ain't got no, we just ain't, we just, we don't know how to be a man at all these days. We're just such wusses. Name me another country that would do that. Sometimes, man, you don't give people what they want, man. You give people what they need. And you, you, if a woman wants to be on the battlefield, you look at her butt and say, take 
your butt home and go have some babies and get a marriage and do something great with your life. Build a family. Love your children. Because you're on the battlefield with a rifle in your hand. How is that? Who's watching your kids while you're doing that? Well, my, my grandmother, my grandmother got them. My, my, my mother's got them. That ain't you ain't they mama though. That ain't they mother. You're their mother. What do men do? Well, if that's what she wanna do, if that's what she wanna do, I'll just let her go out there and get shot in the ass. Man, this makes no sense. And that's what I mean, man. We we've got to understand you don't give you this like your wife. I would tell your wife the same thing. You don't give your husband what he wants, you give your husband or will make him happy in the end. And that's why women leave your butt. You know why? Because they're going, well, I don't have no other choice. He won't listen to me. He won't, he won't, um, he won't take my opinion on nothing. He neglects me. I don't believe he loves me. You know, and so I'm leaving him. Why? For the betterment of the marriage. Maybe he will turn around and see how important our marriage is and how important our family is. Maybe he'll do that if I file for divorce. Maybe he'll do that if I divorce him. Maybe he'll finally come around. Women don't want to leave us. They really don't. They don't want to do that. They don't want to save up money for two years and they don't want to be uh, they don't want to be uh, manipulative and secretive with us. But we don't we, most of men don't give them no choice. Right. If you're not listening to me, I mean, if I'm a, if, if I'm a wife and, and my husband's not listening to me. And he doesn't give me any attention and I don't think he loves me and he proves that he don't love me. And he's always mean to me and raising his voice at me and talking to me so bad. What am I supposed to think? You see how both sides of the coin, gentlemen, is why it's important for you to think both sides of the coin from your wife's point of view and from your point of view. This helps you stay on top of your game. And what a lot of us, we do, we just keep we just keep putting our wife and our marriage to the side and think it's going to get better. It ain't going to get better. It's not. OK, so when you move out, you lose all negotiation power. She decides what happened to the kids. She decides on the house. She decides on the bank accounts. She decides on everything. And she likes it. It don't last long again, like I said, but she likes it. Okay. Number two. Number two. You have, you now have to pay two rents. Talked about that a little bit. Next, where you are going, where are you going to go? To a hotel or some other place where you have to pay to stay. So this means you will be paying two house, two housing bills, your mortgage and rent or hotel room bill. Question, can you really afford that? In my experience, many men can't. It ain't really that they can't afford it. They don't want to afford it. If you move out, you got to pay two electrical bills, two gas bills. You got to pay for the trash, man. Come get your trash. You got to go buy more groceries. You got to cook. You got to do all the stuff that you that you and your wife or a team and now you've got double that. So guess what? That little 60, 70, 80, $100,000 that you make in a year, it just got split in half. Boom. Even if financially, and then another thing too, if you're only making $100,000 a year, which in this economy ain't a darn thing, even if you're making $250,000 a year, they ain't a darn thing in this economy. Everybody knows it. 
If you're making a quarter of a million dollars in this year, it's like you're making 50 or 60 or 70. You know. Uh, and the thing about it is, is when you're making, you know, all that money is just getting thrown away on two households. Right? And so it's important. This is why you stay. Even financially, even, even for financial reasons. Why? Because why put your family in financial crisis like that? Another thing, too. Say you got to get a divorce lawyer or say you got to hire me. You got to hire a coach because you got to look when you get when you allow your marriage to get in a marriage crisis, which means what your wife's gone. She asked for a divorce. Uh, you guys just totally crapped out. You can't. You're arguing and fighting, whatever. You got you got two. you got to do two things immediately. First thing you got to do is go find your lawyer. OK, second thing you got to do is hire you a marriage coach. You got to work on those two things at the same time. You got to work on fixing your marriage at the same time, defending yourself against your crazy wife and her new lawyer friend. Most guys don't know that. You can't just get a lawyer. You know why? Because lawyers lose it sometimes. Most of them are good. But what they do is they only they only focus on, you know, getting you the most you can from your wife. They don't they don't focus on saving your family. And as a man, I don't care if you love your wife or not. Nobody cares if you love your wife or not. You're a man, and your job is to save your family. So the first thing you should be asking a lawyer is, hey, man, I'm trying to delay this divorce. I'm trying to fight for this divorce, uh, and I want to save my marriage, do everything I can to save it. Are you willing to help me? If that fool says no, nah, then you, you, get rid of, you, need to get, you need to get away from him. Okay? First, the second thing, second thing you need to do is hire you a marriage coach. Why? So that while you're fighting her, you're also you're actually fixing yourself and, and saving your marriage. So you're, you're fighting on two fronts. Okay. So next, number three, the kids won't see you. Oh, this is a big one. Everybody thinks, man, and this just changed too. And I'm so sorry, fellas. I'm so sorry. You ain't getting the kids. You ain't. You ain't even going to see them. Unless she acts like she's nice and lets you. Once you leave the house, then basically you're saying, well, they're on their own and I'm on my own. She runs everything, including when you see the kids or when you don't. You can try to make a plea. I'm the father of those kids. And I deserve to see you can't keep my kids from me. If she if she wants to, she can say, man, screw you. I don't care. Bye. Close the door. Boom. That's why you don't move out. That's why you don't move out. Okay, uh, and then, you know, um, you can go get a lawyer and then go to the court and make her and get visitation set up. But even then, man, they're going to give them, they're going to give the stuff to the, to the wife because they're going to say, they're going to say, well, the kids are already with her and cause you left, right? You were stupid and you left and they're going to say, well, we don't want to break up. The kids are already traumatized. The kids are already traumatized enough. So we're not going to break them up and give you visitation rights four and five days a week and every weekend because, you know, that takes them out of their home. They're going to be sleeping in two places and we just we just can't have that. Right. So basically, man, you just lost your kids. You lost them. Because here's what the court's going to do. And I'm going to talk about this again in a minute. They they gonna be like they're gonna give you when the divorce is over. See when I 
when I, during my divorce in Indiana back in uh 19 no not 19 2001 or somewhere around there there was a thing called joint physical custody and back then it meant back then it meant I don't pay child support and she doesn't pay child support the kids are 50% of mine and 50% of hers they spend half the time with me and half the time with her if you're divorced that's a great deal right if you're two crazy people that can't get along, that you know, the you, the government doesn't steal your kid. That's another thing women don't get. You involve big big daddy government in your marriage and in your life, and you lose all control. Now, see, right now, thing and back then, things favored the wife. So, of women, they like filing for divorce. That's why 80 percent of women file for divorce, right? And so that's what you got to think. But if it was reversed, say the man got the kids all the time and the man got all the privilege and stuff, women would be up in arms. He stole my children. He won't let me see my kids. <laughs> right? But see, now the man gets dogged out. So now we fast forward to 2023. And I don't know when this changed in a lot of states, guys. Only been doing this for eight years. I don't know when this changed exactly in the states what when the when the movement started, but dude, dude, there's basically no such thing as joint physical custody no more. There's joint some like joint custody, but the joint custody the kids get to be with the mama all the time. So what does that mean? Like I said, what's going to happen in the divorce and all the lawyers they're going to that's they they I guess they go along with it. Is the husband gets the kids every other weekend and one night a week and, and one month in the summer, something like that. That's the gist of it. That is not what I had joint physical custody. And guess what? The guy still got to pay child support. Yep. Yes, sir. Rebob. Dude, this is why I'm telling y'all there's you, you will not win in the this divorce thing. You 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 will get your butt kicked. You will. But you got to fight. You got to get you a good lawyer and you got to get you a marriage coach. Why I tell you to get you a marriage coach is this. Because the way to lead your house and win in today's society is you got to know women. You got to know women, man. The way you, you stop all this in the bud is real is hard, but the idea is simple. All you do is get the emotional connection back with your wife in the marriage. Guess what she'll do? She'll come back home. She'll have sex with you. She'll want to make the marriage work. You and the kids and her start to be happy and build something again. That's how you fight this. You can't fight this in the courtroom because you're making only you're only making hundred thousand dollars. So when you go get another wife, guess what? You're really only making fifty thousand dollars, and so. You got another wife, and you're going to try to make another family off of $50,000. Guess what? That ain't going to happen. You're going to be on uh, welfare. Dude, the way you fight this, and most people don't know, they think, well, she pissed me off. I'm going to show her. No. The court, big daddy government, big daddy government's going to show you. They're going to show you that you screwed your marriage up. Your wife don't want to be with you no more. So you can't, you guys can't get along. So I'm going to help you get along. Pay that lawyer $5,000. Pay us five, pay us a thousand, two thousand dollars, and pay that marriage coach, and then try to figure it out. But you get the divorce.
whether today or two years from now, you are getting divorced if your wife don't drop it. Then if you're Catholic, she's going to do what? File for an annulment. See, guys, you can't win. Like you, You've got to be like Christ, man. You've got to be like Christ in this whole thing. You can't win with the lawyers and the judges and all of that. I don't care if you got a billion dollars, your wife, unless she filed a prenuptial agreement, which those can be broken now like it ain't nothing, she's probably still going to get a whole lot of money. But how many of us have a billion dollars to give somebody? I mean, I'm just split with somebody or to give them a third of that or a quarter of that. No, we don't. You're making $100,000 a year in a crappy economy because of Biden. How you going to get out of that? Huh? Tomatoes cost five or six dollars a piece. Been in the grocery store lately. The only way to win this is you got to fight it on two, three fronts. I'm sorry, three fronts. The first front is you got to get your butt on your knees and start getting a spiritual warfare. The second thing is you got to get you a good lawyer who wants to help you fight for your marriage and is not going to break your bank. The third thing is you got to hire a marriage coach that can help you fix your marriage and fight on that front to get her to get that emotional connection back so that you guys can be back together and your wife will drop the divorce. Happens in my program all the time. Women drop divorces all the time. But you you, you can't fight. Guys think, well, I'm just going to get a, a lawyer and I don't need anything else. Yes, you do. You need God and a marriage coach. <laughs> I'm not lying to you. Really. Okay. You have to do like number three is, like I said, the kids won't see you. So you have to do some stupid, some stupid arrangement that neither you or the kids want to do. Why? Because your wife is only thinking of herself and the kids getting uprooted and running all over the place really doesn't matter. Really doesn't matter to her right now. Her happiness is paramount. That's another thing on this number three. The kids won't see you. The kids want to see you. They really do. Unless you were one of them, one of them wuss fathers that let your kids just run the house and the wife and the kids have ganged up on you and you're the bad man. When you become the bad man in your family, the kids and your wife have ganged up on you and they can't wait for your butt to leave. This is why as a man, you can't just let people, your, your kids run your home. You can't just give them whatever they want and let them talk to you any way they want and be disrespectful and treat you bad. And you think, well, I'll just, well, I don't want to spank them because I want them to love me and stuff. If your kids are being disrespectful to you, they don't love you, dude. Because love to a parent and a father is respect. I love my father because I respect him and he, I know he loves me, but you, you, when you spank your child, you have to sit them down and talk to them and let them know that why they got a spanking and don't do it again and let them know you care and love them. Then your kids will stop acting unruly. But what do most people do these days? I'll never put my hand on my child. Yeah, but your child's a jerk. <laughs> your child goes out to society and cusses everybody out and, and, and treats everybody bad because they have no respect for authority because you're as the father or the other, you as the father are the authority in the home given by God. And as did you allow your child to disrespect you. So guess what they're going to do? They're going to go out in the, in the, in the world and disrespect everybody else. When those people don't do what they want them to do. It's simple. All right. That might sound a little harsh to people, but God knows what he's talking about. I said all the time. 
God wants you to spank your kids, but to keep them in order so that they don't go out and be horrible citizens. Get put in jail, have babies all over the place without no father or no mother or no mother. They go to prison. They get on drugs. They're watching pornography all the time. You know, they they stealing and thieving. They're disrespectful to the police. Come on, man. Police officers, man, I got so much respect for them. I really do. You know what the crap they put up with? Because people don't raise their kids right these days. Talk to a police officer. I got plenty of police officer friends. Captains and sergeants and regular patrolmen. No, all of them. Sheriffs. Dude, they'll tell you. They'll tell you. Kids are horrible. Right? Because mamas think I can go out and do whatever I want and I can split up my family and the kids going to be okay. The kids ain't going to be okay, man. The kids... Then, then you got these people that their kid with... They, they, you got these people who their parents got divorced and they, when they were a kid and they go, I turned out okay. No, you didn't. You divorced too. <laughs> Number four, you will never see your wife. If you want to save your marriage and you leave, you will never see her and convince her that you're changing and want to be the husband she needs. Out of sight, out of mind. They will tell you they just need time or they want a little space or they don't have another man and aren't looking for one. What you must realize is your wife reaches this point. She is only thinking about herself. So once your wife reaches this point, she is only thinking about herself. She's selfish. Like I've been saying, she is selfish and she wants out. And if you leave, she will begin to convince herself to move on. Okay. Your wife, once you leave, will start to convince herself to move on. Right? Well, why? He don't love me. See, he ain't even fighting for me. He just up and left. He got, I got a little mad at him, told him to leave, and he did it. He, don't, he has no heart as a man. He ain't even a real man. See, man, y'all don't know how women think, man. Your wife, when your wife asks you to leave, she's just saying, okay, I'm going to see if he really does love me. Hey, get out. Okay. Okay, I'm going to get out. And you go pack your little stuff. Then you go leave, and now you got two rents and two mortgages. Dude, man up. Fight for your woman. Fight for your marriage. That's what she's saying. Satan has me, baby. Satan has me. Will you please come get me? Will you please fight for me? Please. I need your help. Come get Will you please come get me? That's what your wife is saying. But what do most guys do? They start, Jerry, oh, my wife is over. It's over, Jerry. She told me she don't love me no more. And she's with this other dude. And she's doing this and she's doing that. She's being mean to me. Dude, that's what they do. Your wife is just playing her cards. She's playing her ace cards. Her cards is what? Your wife can't take a skillet and hit you on top of the head. She can't actually physically kick your butt to get you to listen. So what does she do? She plays her cards, baby. She plays her cards. What are her cards? Take your money. Take your children. Take the leave. File for divorce. Ask for separation. Get another man. It makes complete sense when you just sit there and think about it and stop being all emotional. You got to start thinking like Christ. You got to get a warrior spirit and stop letting your wife do all this crazy stuff so you're not in this darn marriage crisis stuff. Fix your marriage now and don't wait till your wife says, I want out. You believe, I believe, you know, it works. 
Trust me, it works. I had to learn it too. Stop, stop battling your wife on an emotional level. Pay attention to your wife before things get bad. That's what I really created Catholic Alpha for. For guys who I wanted guys to see the, 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 the situation of their marriage before their wife asked for a divorce. I had a guy came to me two years before his wife divorced him. Two years he came to me, emailed me. I told him, say, man, do this, 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 and this. I just helped him. Dude did do nothing. This guy had an appointment with me two years later. Yeah, he signs up two years later. His wife divorced him, took all his money, took his kids and his car and put him in a little two-bedroom apartment by himself. Yeah, lost everything. Because he he had a, the Holy Spirit was trying to give him a chance to get things right before, and he didn't listen. Okay. Now, she will say that she won't use the kids against you, but that will soon become apparent that she that that is a lie when you try to stay in the home and not leave. She will then get mad and say you are a stalker or your arguing is damaging the kids. This is what they do. This is a ploy that has been in the works for months or in many cases, years to get your ass out of the house so she can move on and get rid of you. Oh, of course, she would deny it until, she, until the cows come home. But dude, if you fall for this one, you will regret it. Any divorce lawyer worth his salt will tell you, do not leave. Okay? And I'm going to tell you why in a minute. Also, your wife may block your phone. She may block you on social media. Again, she may change the locks. All right. You guys got to understand that this is a battle. Your wife looks at you as the enemy. And the only way to fight this is not with a, you. Of course, you got to get a lawyer. I'm not saying, I'm, you know, I've said, I want you to get a lawyer. I said that. But you've got to fight it on two fronts. The way to really save your, really, the, really, the, really the, the best way to save face is to be humble, become like Christ, become humble, become a real man, fix yourself, get your life together, get on your knees and start praying, you know, the spiritual battle, work with your lawyer to try to get your wife to delay the divorce so that she can, so that you can have time to fix yourself and get yourself together, hire a marriage coach so that you, that coach can help you communicate with your wife and, and have you guys stop freaking arguing and fighting all the time. Okay. Your wife is playing her cards. If you don't fix you, she's going to keep playing her cards. Why? Because the emotional connection has gone in your marriage and she don't care right now, though. That's only right now. All right. So um, and a lot of guys get mad because, like I said, their wife blocks their phone. Uh, they block them on social media. They may change the lock. So what? All that stuff don't mean nothing. I don't love you and I don't care about you and. You know, uh, I had women tell guys, go get you another woman. Go get you another woman. Don't worry about me. Go, you know, you know, and that, that's just all a ploy. They really mean it, man, but they really don't want it. They're just trying to instinctually, they're just trying to see what you're going to do. I tell every guy, if you go out and get you another so-called partner, which is you go sleep with another man or you sleep with another woman. Uh, basically, you just lost all credibility in the eyes of God and your wife and your kids. You are nothing but just like any of these other crazy dudes out here. Okay. Number five, if she leaves, the kids stay. Uh, I would also tell you if she decides to leave, don't let her take your kids. If you want, 
if you won't leave and she decides to leave, you will tell her, yes, go ahead, but the kids are staying right here. Why? Because this is their home and their comfort. They go to school from here. This is where mommy and daddy lived and we lived with them. Why uproot your children just because a crazy woman feels she needs space? How can I tell you this? Well, my first wife did the same crap. She wanted me to go and I did. And I told you that story earlier. Dude, if your wife wants to go, go. Because she's a grown woman. You can't force her to do nothing. But my kids are staying here. They stand here. Don't play this game of, well, the kids should be with their mother, especially if you got sons. If you got a son and he's two years or older, he's to be with his daddy every day, all day, 24-7, or unless you want him to be effeminate and emasculated and possibly become gay. That's up to you, though. It's your son. You do whatever you want. Boys should not be around their mothers once they reach the age of two. Why? Because the boys do not know how to be a man and only you, their daddy, can show them how to be a man. I don't care if you are a bad father. I could care less. The boy needs to be around his daddy. Don't play this game of, well, I'll just let them kids go with her and blah, blah, blah. And then she knows how to raise. She's going to take care of them better. No, she ain't. You're going to let a crazy woman that's just said, I'm going to leave you. I want a divorce. And she's only thinking about herself right now. She's only thinking about herself right now. Raise your children. Is that logical? Of course it's not. Your wife only cares about herself right now. She doesn't care about those kids, man. She'll tell you she does, but she doesn't. Why? The proof is this. She told you to move out of the house. She's splitting up your family. She wants a divorce. Come on, man. What more clue do you need? Do not let a crazy woman have your kids, especially your sons. I go through this all the time with guys. You know, this is the hardest thing in my program to get men to understand. Stop letting women take your kids. First thing women try to do, women need support, dude. Women need support. So what they're going to do, they're going to try to commandeer the kids against you. We're a team. He's the bad guy. And the kids go on her side because that's their mother and she's with them all the time. Man, please don't fall for that one. Fight for your children. If you ain't going to fight for your wife, at least fight for your kids. At least man up that much. Your wife is going to try to comment and she's going to try to commandeer your kids. She's going to tell you she's not, but she's going to give you all kind of clues that she is, especially when you tell her I ain't moving out. You'll see the real woman come out then. A lot of guys seen that one already. Six, if there is no physical abuse, don't leave. You can, you two can live in the, in the house in separate bedrooms because when you leave and she gets a lawyer and you go in front of the judge and you've moved out, he, for the most part, is not going to let you back in that house. Why? To basically cover his own butt. If he lets you move back in there and your wife kills you or you kill her, it will be chaos in that judge's office. Please think about what I just said. If you move out, you are not getting back in once you go to any kind of court system. They cannot let you back in, dude, because they're not going to have you go up in there and then you sleep and your wife puts a knife in your chest. You are dead and then they get blamed because the media is going to say, why did you let him back in that house like that? The court system's arms are tied, dude. Their hands are tied. This is why you don't move out. You lose all power. And you lose negotiation. Now, I can get you back in the house. Me and God can get you back in 
it's not hopeless. What I'm saying is it's a lot easier if you don't move out. Okay. Next. And if there is physical abuse, somebody's got to go. Somebody's got to go. I have guys all the time. Let their wives beat their ass. Believe it or not, this happens all the time. Beat their butts. And so what do you do as a man? Somebody's got to leave. And I tell guys all the time, do not accept your wife hitting on you, man. Because if you hit her, she's going to call the police. That ain't fair. Right? Do not let your wife hit on you. That means what? Somebody's got to leave permanently or, or somebody's got to leave for at least an hour or two so to people calm down. All right? If I were you, if my wife was hitting on me, I'm calling the police on her because I can't hear the back. You're not going to sit there and keep hitting on me. And guys say, you will call police on your wife? You damn straight I will. You dang on straight I will. What am I going to do? I'm sleeping. My wife is hitting me in the head with a, with a, with a bat. What am I going to do? Are you insane? I am not going to let somebody hit me and abuse me. I can't hit her. If, if man, I can stop, and then these days, if you just take your hands and push your wife back to stop hitting you, guess what she's gonna do? She's a crazy woman, ain't she? She's a crazy woman. She's gonna pick up the phone, she's gonna call 911, and they're gonna come arrest you and put handcuffs on you. And you're going, to, you're going, you're going in the thing. So that's why you gotta leave. Or if she won't stop and this becomes compulsive, you've got to call a police on her to not to arrest her and put her in jail to get her in a mental institution for 72 hours to get her some help. Why is she hitting on my on me? That is not right. I know a woman right now that's still mad at her husband because 10 years ago, you put your hands on me. I'm like, he's like, when you, you was hitting me. <laughs> he's like, you were beating my butt. You was hitting me. And I just try to get you away from me and push you on the bed to get you off of me. It's, it, we are insane, fellas. We are insane. Come on. Okay. Okay. Um, next, number seven, the last one. Boy, we went over today, didn't we? I'm so sorry. But hey, hope you had fun. Next, seven, bottom line, there are no advantages to leaving. So the bottom line is if you leave your home, there are no advantages to this. No advantages for you, your kids, your marriage, and your wife. The saying is you never give your wife what she wants. You give your wife what will make her happy. And in the end, you got what will, so what will make your wife happy? That in the end, you and her are back together. You love each other more than the world. God is in your marriage. You have all the grace from God you can stand. You guys are going to mass. You're going to confession. You're going to adoration. You're praying the rosary. Uh, the kids are coming along. The kids are respectful. The kids love you. They know their parents love them. And the family is moving together. You're having Sunday dinner every Sunday where your, your kids, your grandkids, your spouses, your, your kids' spouses come over, your mother and father, your wife's mother and father come over every Sunday. You guys have special time. You cook out and you have a great time every Sunday on family day. And then Monday, you start it all over again, baby. That's what you want. So now what you got to do is hire me so you can get know how to figure out how to get there. <laughs> I'm just joking with y'all. Okay, so um, 
And if in your case, if you're trying to save your marriage and family and are humble and sincerely admitting your part in an inadequate marriage, what will make your wife happy in the end and in favor with God is you forcing her to work on your marriage. Now that you know what a, a bad husband you've been for the last two years, 10 years or 30 years. But in the end, to do this, you must accept that you were not the husband you needed to be for her to feel like a true woman. <laughs> Bam. If you're getting value from this podcast and would like more personal marriage help, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an opportunity to work with me personally for free. Yes, within 30 days, learn how to become a better husband that attracts your wife back to you. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com and get a plan tailored specific to your marriage and situation. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me the chance to help you using my personal and gained experience. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior coaching for your marriage. Again, SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com. That's SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com to become the man God created you to be and the husband your wife needs. Lastly, I always get the question, why don't you help women? And I always answer them, I do. So for all of you beloved wives out there that want to reignite that feeling of emotional closeness and complete love from your hubby, consider marriage coaching and visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an improved marriage within 30 days. All right, we are back. Thank you guys for hanging out with me today. Um, and um, that was really good. I, I hope you guys got a lot out of that. That's why I'm doing this. Um, um, I can afford in an hour to go deeper into the subject. So this is this these podcasts will be going up as training materials in my uh, members area. Um, so the guys can really get, you know, the members area is really good already, but I'm always trying to improve it. And these videos, this podcast has really helped me when I started doing it every day. It really started helping me to really go deeper into the subjects that I want them to know uh, because I have time. Right. I, I, you know, I have time. I have a whole hour to talk about it. And then they watch the video and it helps them get a perspective on what's going on, um, because the way the members area is set up is it's, it's, it's sequential. So it lets you know in order what to do in order to get your wife to draw her back to you, to get you guys back together. And so the, you put the videos in the proper order. And so they learn foundationally on top of that and how to do things. Um, so that being said, we are done for this week. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with me. I know I can get all I know I get all hyped up and passionate. But, man, I, I want I want you guys to really understand how to get this done. Really, I, I really do. And you can do it, man. You can do it, dude. You just you just got to say, get that warrior spirit. You just have to get that warrior spirit, man, and realize the battle is not between you and your wife. See, that's the thing that guys don't understand. The battle is between you and Satan, dude, for your wife, for your marriage, for your children. If you ask any priest worth his salt, he, that's what he'll tell you. Dude, say you've been attacked, baby. And you as the man are the only one that can solve this along with the Holy Spirit. But you not, this is why it gets it upsets me when guys cancel with me. Because 
they're on the verge of really figuring this out and how to get this done. And then their weakness, they allow Satan to get in their head and their weakness allow, you know, pulls them out. It's sad. It's so sad because everybody in a man's world, just think about it. Everything in a man's world is stacked against you, isn't it? Everything. If your wife is, is being a you-know-what and your wife is trying to get rid of you and your wife's trying to divorce you and your wife is out telling, of course, you know, she's going to go tell everybody. So what's everybody going to tell her? Well, leave him. Get rid of him. Girl, you got leaving. Stop having sex with him. Stop talking to him. Avoid him. Stop saying stuff. You know, spend all this money into the bank accounts. Change the locks on the house. You know, take the kids. Leave. Go to your mama's house. You know, and then that's just that part. What about the part of say, hey, man, watch pornography, man, tonight, man. Your wife's tripping. Hey, man, go masturbate. You ain't had sex in six years, man. Go masturbate, man. Just go do that. You'll feel better. You know. Hey, man, go out, take that money, man, and go play golf for two weeks straight. Go on a vacation without your family, man. Leave them. You know, then you go talk to your to, to your parents or your friends or other people. Oh, yeah, leave, move on, son. Move on. Leave her. She doesn't love you. Blah, blah, blah. Everything is stacked against us, isn't it? And so what does that mean? That means God is testing you. Jesus Christ is testing you. Are you going to be a real man? Or are you going to wuss out? You're going to punk out. You're going to just leave your family because these crazy people told you to. See, this is why I tell guys, do not, as soon as you tell somebody that you and your wife are having marriage problems and they're going to say, well, what's going on? And of course, you're going to tell them because you love that person, right? You wouldn't be telling them if you didn't love them, care about them. I don't care if it's your mama, your, your brother, your sister, your best friend, your co-workers. I don't care. Your church members. I don't care. As soon as they go, well, if I was you, I just move on. Or any derivative, any derivative of that, or any sentence like anything like that, you never again say anything about your relationship to that person. And when they come to say, Well, how are things going? You say things are going okay. And then you change the subject and move on. Because you already feel bad enough. You don't need some idiot who don't know what they're talking about trying to make you feel hopeless about your marriage. This is your fight of your, this is the fight, this is the fight of your life. And you need people that are encouraging you. And believe it or not, there are people in your life who will encourage you to fight for your family. They are. You just got to find them. All right. So that is the end of the show today, y'all. Oh, man, I hope y'all got it and hope y'all had a good time and, and you got some out of this. And so today we end, as we always do, with a quote from Pope Benedict XVI, which states, society offers you comfort. But you weren't made for comfort. You were made for greatness. Now go forth, Christian soldier. The spiritual fight is up on you. Fast, pray, and prepare for battle. Thank you for listening in today. If what you heard helped you in any way and you would like more personal attention, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior marriage coaching. And remember to join the Catholic Alpha Radical Live podcast as a caller or listener every Tuesday through Thursday, 10 a.m. Eastern. To join as a caller, dial area code 313 Radical. To join as a listener or view the live stream, visit the Catholic Alpha Radical Live Facebook page 
or visit CatholicAlpha.com for Catholic marriage help that actually works. Bang.